This is the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Brady drops back with a play fake. He's pressured. He's wrapped up. He's sacked. Matt Judon has another for the Patriots back in the 28th. Turn that man loose. The Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason, with Hardy, Mike Dassault, and Paul Perillo, is your source for all the news and information following every Patriots game. Chuck comes down to Mac Jones. Fires to the end zone. Caught at the goal line. It's a touchdown for Hunter Henry as the Patriots add to their lead. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I hope y'all keep that same energy for tonight, baby. Can't wait. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Slipping and sliding, he was like a cat. Pop, pop, bang. Patriots get the win in Arizona 27-13 over the Cardinals. Welcome into the Patriots postgame show presented by Cyber Reason. This one, <laughs> this Paul, one's wake gonna, up. Paul, the game's over. This is going to be... Wait, uh, did I get hurt? This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no, going to lie to you. No, no it's going it's gonna to be, t- gonna be tough to talk about, um, A, honestly, and B, without being Sorry. negative. I mean, or it was condescending. It was, I don't want to be condescending. Right, right. I don't want to be sarcastic. I don't want to be condescending. It was a 14-point win against a team you should have beaten. The conversation, I fear, will lean toward... What should that game have looked like after Kyler Murray went down after the third play? You know, what? Yeah. what why was the issue in doubt for as long as it was? What is happening offensively? But we'll get to all of that here uh, in the postgame. Those are my initial thoughts. I don't know how we're going to handle it. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, it's hard to ignore um, – just the amount of bodies that were leaving the game early, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it it sort of starts and ends with with Kyler Murray. I mean, that is the. I mean, that's the entirety of the Cardinals' offense. I, I thought that you saw all kinds of opportunities to make plays in the passing game tonight, and Colt McCoy did a nice job with it. But you know, at the end, you know, just too many self-inflicted wounds by the Cardinals, and. I want to focus on the positive. I don't want to be condescending. I don't want to be sarcastic. I, the, the Patriots move back into the playoff structure tonight. They, I said before the game, they control their destiny. I know it's a weird thing to say because the, the schedule is so daunting. But if they win their games, they don't need to look at the scoreboard. Yeah. And tonight they won their game. They did exactly what Mike's key was exactly played out tonight. Find a way. Yeah, They found a way because DeAndre Hopkins – Threw the ball on the ground. <laughs> Can we not give Deuce any credit for his yeah. key, though? Essentially, on. essentially, the, 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 key, the one key that you said it. was not valid right. was the N- one that was most valid. I mean, dead on, too. I mean, really. Let that me, was definitely the validest. Let me rephrase. <laughs> let me validest. rephrase Mike's key and see if it changes the tone or tenor of it at all. Just win the game. F- find a way. Just win the it's game. Catchy. Basically, no style points. Just, just win. win the game. Just win the game. Just win, right. baby. Oh, is that and the key to it, winning? Baby. <laughs> was that your big key to winning? <laughs> I think it was more of an exasperated. I give up. Just, just do something good. He but gets no credit for that key. <laughs> okay. Don't do I, that. I, I, I tried, Mike. It's pressure. I thought it was pressure. I want to him be to honest. do better next week. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll do purposely better. Uh, d- and any other initial thoughts before we get to our good, bad, injury? No, uh, just quick highlight. Uh, you know, a little credit to some to the couple rookie running backs stepping up. I mean, it wasn't perfect clearly That's with for the, the fumble, good. but um, but no, I just the defense you know don't, stepped yeah, up. It was a little hairy there. A little hairy. Jump ahead. A little hairy there for a minute. But your first rodeo. Good job, defense. Okay. 
I'm ready. Good job. Dan. He's that's, doing a good list. Too. All right. He's been so bad, the pre and post. I mean, we just started the post game Fine. already. Fine. Just I just won't talk. Now it's time for the good. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. The bad. Hey, what happened? And the injured. Ah. Ah. You are a gay. Um, I don't feel like that. No, no, oh, I, I, I got to like apologize that. to Deuce because right, he back. shut down. I'll come back. Fine, and, I'll come and, back. And, all right. I'm back. Good, the bad, and the injured brought to you by the good players, the bad players, and the injured players. Man, do we have a lot of injuries to talk about. But uh, we'll start with the good. First up on the good list, Deuce, what do you got? I'm going to give you Marcus Jones. Jeez. Nice. Um, I'm curious how many snaps he played, but the interception, playing on offense, showing you know a little high bit school. dynamic. He's a mean, high school player tonight. How much how much can you ask of that guy? Um, really really cool to just see his role kind of expanding and he's he's a weapon. We talk about, you know, what do these guys need going in and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves didn't talk about it next year, but you talk about one guy that, that I think they definitely hit on in the draft and that's Marcus Jones who is contributing in all phases and in a way right now at this point I don't I don't think we've seen a rookie do this in a long time, especially around here. So pretty cool. Um, you know, the, the the interception thanks to Uche right to him, but in position, making plays, I thought he looked pretty good in coverage. You know, there were there were a couple hiccups there, but overall, really, you know, just all around game. I'm not yeah. sure how to sum it up. Just for a him. lot of snaps um, on offense and defense. I mean, he didn't really like the production. Like the he had like marks in every column. The production wasn't outstanding, but to play offense, defense, special teams, um, that's a really really impressive performance for a rookie. And I, would, I, I thought in that situation, and the yeah. one where he did really pop, he was he was third in tackles on the team. He had seven yeah. solo tackles, eight total uh, behind uh, Bentley and Duggar. You know so, he get he gets a pick, he gets a key first down with a uh, you know a little swing pass. Yep, and he was good enough like in coverage. I thought he struggled a little bit, but you, found you know a way. You, you lose Jalen Mills. You lose Jack right. Jones, thrust in, and, and he's out there in a big role while playing. And, and here's what, like, just the, the the amount of running he did on, like, clearly he was a part of the offensive yeah. game plan tonight. They wanted to move him in jet motion, uh, a lot of a lot of back and forth where he was a decoy. Like they threw it to him once early, and then a lot of times they they would play action to him. They would sort of fake the pump screen to his side once they threw nine thousand screens tonight. Um, he was a decoy for most of the night, but he's constantly running. And I, I mean, I thought he really, really impressive performance yeah. playing uh, in all three phases. All right, so that's a good one to lead us off, Marcus Jones. Uh, Paul, what do you got? I, I'm going to go with the rookie running backs, but specifically, I, I thought Pierre Strong tonight um, really gave them a burst that they don't normally have. You see that he's a little bit faster than the other running backs, and you know, Kevin Harris came in early for for Stevenson. Uh, had some initial success. I think he had three carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, his night sort of ended there. He ended up with five carries from that point on for minus four yards. Uh, but but Pierre Strong, five carries, 70 yards, uh, turned in two long runs. Um, and uh, I just, you know, and he also had a touchdown. I thought that those two guys with Damian Harris out and, and Ramondre Stevenson unavailable, I thought they filled in admirably, those two. Absolutely. I mean, something I was been afraid of. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Like, how much can we run this guy into the ground? Are these rookies even ready to be thrust into the flames? Now, you know, I do feel like you got to mention Kevin Harris with that, you know, miscue. I don't know exactly whose fault that fumble was. It looked but, like it looked like that was on him. But, but that, but that's a continuation of what we saw in the preseason, and and why I think we haven't really seen much of of him early on. So that you know, uh, not to you know 
feed into the, this is the good list, but I do think it's it's worthy of highlighting that. But I lo- I loved even near the end that that jump cut by Pierre Strong. Um, you know, he was supposed to be a speed guy coming in, so they they certainly could use a little bit more out of him. And if Stevenson can't go. Um, they might be right back up here uh, on the short week on Sunday. Yeah, I had Kevin Harris written down as one of the early goods, you know, after his touchdown. And, yeah, and you're right, Paul. Me too. At, after, after a few carries, he did get several more, but they ended up going for a loss on. Yeah, you know, he go- had three for 32. He ended up with eight for 26. But yeah. I, I did write down, Bert, like he had a nice sort of nice burst. Then he had the TD run. Um, I, I thought he gave him a lift on that touchdown drive, that first one. The All first right, so touchdown Pierre drive. Strong definitely worthy, yeah. and, uh, you know, Kevin Ayers got to mention know, I'm yeah. a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to combo my first two as well, okay. just so we can move this along a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sure. do Matthew Judon and Josh Uche together. Yeah. Sure. I thought they provided a nice one-two combination yep. tonight, uh, given a <clears> lot <throat> of issues to Colt McCoy uh, and the, the offensive line of the Cardinals and made, made a guy who should have been uncomfortable back there um, eventually made him uncomfortable. At at the start, he did not seem thrown off by the situation he was put into. Right. But as the game wore on, those guys made their presence known. They did what they had to do. Yeah, I mean, Uche continues you know, to be hot. I mean, I don't want to undercut anything he's done. Um, production's production. And, and, you know, they got two guys now with over 10 sacks, you know, first duo in the league to do that. So they're going to need them to continue to be really good up front and you know that that was a little bit disconcerting there early on felt like they just kind of were yeah stacking plays and drives early on but then once they got the fourth down stops and then the two turnovers that was, that was it defense so turned the turned the page it, it is funny cuz the defense like had a monster game statistically tonight i don't think the defense played all that well but and and i in particular don't really think judon had a great game despite the fact that he had some sacks i thought he lost the edge a couple times containing on james conner but here's what I want to say about Uche specifically. Like, I, I'm still sort of unsold on the player itself, but what he is turning into is a closer. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's like, the, you know, well, Buffalo, they went out and got Von Miller because, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're going to be playing with the lead in the fourth quarter and he's going to close out games. And he did until he tore his ACL. What Uche has done in the last four, five, six games is become that kind of a closer. I didn't really see him. I didn't see 55 all night tonight until they got a two-score lead. That's fine, Uche except time. for then you got three sacks. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, he was responsible. I shouldn't say I didn't see him. The best play he made of the night wasn't a sack. It was hitting Colt McCoy on a play that I think was going to be a touchdown for the Cardinals had McCoy been able to step into the throw and, and hit DeAndre Hopkins. That caused the Marcus Jones uh, fair catching a punt because the ball went straight up in the air and fell 20 yards short. Um, so I think Uche can be a very, very valuable player for this team if he can continue to get hot as a pure pass rusher the way he has, as you pointed out, Mike. Ten sacks in the last six games, I think. He had none in the first uh, – yeah. I think he had none in the first six and ten in the last seven, something like that. Um, if the Patriots can, can play with the lead in the fourth quarter, that's a valuable player to have. He, that's a valuable trait that good teams have is is that one pass rusher who can get there when he just pins his ears back and he showed that tonight he was dominant on on those tackles uh, on the outside yeah all right juice what else you got on the I good was, list i was gonna throw Giovanni, jelani tavai up there um, sure i had to you know my list. Uh, yep. fourth down pass defense i mean he just he just continues to look surprisingly athletic in space to me at times and and i don't know how you know if he's on that level of the kind of you know linebackers that you're you're truly looking for but i think he's been Really good this year. This was a game that it, that popped out. I mean, I think there was, you know, right on the on the when things kind of turned around, right at the end of the first half, when he had the fourth down stop, they went down, got the field goal. 
Then on third and four, I think he had another pass defense right coming into the third quarter. So just showing up with some timely plays. Um, overall, I, I thought he stood out a couple times. Athletic in space. I yeah, like I thought the, the play at the end of the first half was a really, really big play because you could see what it was going to lead to. Like it was going to lead to an opportunity for the Patriots to not only not be down by two scores. I mean, you know, it wasn't – I just don't really understand what coaches do anymore. But they, the Cardinals went from being up two scores at the half to being up a field goal because of Jelani Tavai. That was, was a great play. And then he had another really nice uh, uh, pass defense in the second half when he dropped into a deep zone and I think prevented a, uh, a would-be completion. So I agree with Mike. I think Tavai has been pretty consistently good all season and and uh plays um yeah deceptively well in space like this is a big play right here that guy's open yeah that's going to be a catch right there uh if not for him getting his hand on that pass and a good job by marcus jones recognizing that it was tipped and he just yeah. i think it was mcbride was the backup tight end um who it yeah. marcus jones just like tears him down by the shoulder as the ball's coming he looked like he was going to catch it on the deflection but once it gets tipped like that Awareness. it's it, it's no interference um. Oh, we have uh, Kyle Duggar on the phone here joining us in just a moment. Uh, before we get to him, we want to thank uh, our sponsor, Microsoft Surface, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL and the New England Patriots, providing players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet at surface.com. So uh, Kyle will be joining us here in mere moments as we continue talking about the Patriots' 27-13 win over the Cardinals tonight in Arizona. It's, it was, you know, the game that we were talking about beforehand, whether or not they just had to do whatever they had to do in order to get the win. Now that they have the win, you can look at it in, a, I think, a much more positive light in, in terms of, all right. Well, I you've love got, winning. You know what I mean. Well, you've got now it's like you, better than losing. Now, now you have the opportunity to go ahead and look at the next one. You're back above 500 now as a football team, and you're looking to the to the Raiders next week and thinking, okay, still got a season going on yeah, here. Right. I mean, the 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 mood changes. They stayed alive. Dra- stayed alive. Well, tonight. the mood Had changes yep. drastically. Just you know, on the on the basis of that W, and part of that W is Kyle Duggar joining us now on the phone. Kyle, congratulations. Great game. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey Kyle, just uh, what what did you see there on the on the play where Hopkins uh, fumbled it? You, it? Looked like you got a hand in on that one. Uh, yeah, just um, kind of leveraging the cutback. I kind of had a feeling he was going to cut back and just making sure I made a good uh, good open field tackle. And I think he was kind of swinging the ball loose and, and got it off. Kyle, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the mentality defensively. Uh, third play of the game, and obviously a huge part of your game plan going in had to be dealing with Kyler Murray in the third play of the game. He's out. Um, how did that affect things defensively for you guys? Um, it just, as far as uh, just worrying about the mobility of getting outside the pocket and spending plays, uh, it made it a little, uh, I guess you could say, cleaner. We still had to do our job and be disciplined on the rush and things like that, but um, that wasn't as big as a uh, a factor, I'd say, with him out. And so that kind of allowed us to kind of change the calls and maybe be in some different calls 
We were talking before the game about the mentality of the team spending this week together, you know, away from home. I got to imagine that already the mood is improved. Uh, now, when you have a few days to to kind of reflect on this win and get ready for the uh, for the Raiders, otherwise, th- this may have been a long week if you had to uh, sit on a loss before you had the next game coming up. What six days from now? Uh, definitely would have been. Um, it's definitely good to to get a win and be able to, you know, put it behind us and, and focus on what we have ahead. Kyle, just one more for you. Um, Josh Uche drafted after you in the, in the 2020 draft. Uh, three sacks for him tonight. He's really coming on strong. Just, you know, what has he brought to the defense this year with the way he's, you know, performing, especially at the end of the games with these these kind of, like, closeout sacks? Uh, energy. Energy and consistency. And so uh, we know with him, you know, he's going to be speaking to him. He's going to rest well and, and give us big plays down the street when we need it. Well, credit to the entire defense for bringing the energy all night. It was uh, it was a great performance. Uh, congratulations and uh, good luck next week. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, there he goes, Kyle. Thanks, Duggar. Kyle. Joining us uh, here on the Patriots post-game show presented by Cyber Reason. That was exactly what I was going to ask him about, Paul, and. Um, I'm sure they were talking about it on the sideline, you know, once they had an opportunity to. But they, you know, when it when it happens mid series like that, you don't have a chance to talk about it right then. It's just why well, you just change the calls out on the field. Yeah, and I'm going to guess that we're going to hear Belichick talk about, you know, like the the problems that caused, as opposed to, you know, we didn't have to deal with Kyle Murray all well, night. Yeah, yeah, it made it easier. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. I don't like to be disrespectful to you know. And that's not. Sometimes I can be. I don't mean to be. Like Colt McCoy's had a really solid NFL career. He's, he's stuck around as a quality backup because he generally goes in the game and and does his job. And I think he did his job tonight. Yeah, I think he played as well as you can expect. He's not Kyle Murray, and I think that was without question the single biggest moment of the night well, was, was him leaving the game. Yeah. yeah, and there's look, you took care of business. You won by 14 points. So you're not being disrespectful when you say it, it made things... Now, do they still get a win with Kyler Murray in the game? I think the game is... I, I think the game is much different and we don't know, but it's it's not disrespectful yeah. and 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 you know Kyle kind of admitted to it. It's like, well, you know, you, you have Kyler Murray is one of these guys going to be you know outside of the pocket, moving around the edge, and we didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, as much. and then you you know you taking like you know I'll continue with my goods. Okay, you know here I you know the red zone defense tonight was was mm-hmm. a big part of the success. Yeah. Cardinals were one for three in the red zone, yeah. and uh, I, I just have to think it's a lot more difficult dealing with the Cardinals red zone offense. If you have a guy like Murray, um, you know, at at the controls. So if the game unfolded exactly the way it did and Murray was playing quarterback all night, I I think he'd have been in trouble tonight. You know, the the Cardinals, where did they move? Inside the 40, inside the 35 times? Yeah. You know, they missed a field goal. They they settled for two other field goals. They had a touchdown. They had a fourth down, uh, uh, two fourth down fails uh, inside the 40, I think. I think if Kyler Murray's playing, it's a lot more difficult to contain on those kinds of plays because he can make something out of nothing. Now, 
uh, the Patriots defense did what it had to do. I thought it was really shaky in the first half, and they shut it down in the second half. Yep. Yep. They um, did what they had to do. I, I, that's why I, I still yeah. think Mike's point is, is yeah, they found the validest. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> they found a way. Uh, <laughs> Goodless Nick Folk. Come on. Give it up. Two for two yeah. on his field goals. No, I like that he bounced back. I like that he bounced back for sure. Three for three on his extra points. He had a 51-yarder tonight. Nick Anytime everybody. it's over 50, it makes you feel good with him for it's sure. 51-yarder. Yeah. That's a big kick. <laughs> So uh, I put him on my good list. <laughs> I got him right there. That pen I'm not up. arguing with you. You no. put him on your good list. Uh, and you're right, you're right, Deuce. He he needed a good I game. mean, you know, all relative. I mean, those last kicks he missed were in weather and stuff. I don't want to say like, Deuce, oh. Deuce, he needed – no. But, uh, but it's just two, reassuring. Two you know? games ago, I don't, I, don't, okay. I don't give him much, you know, much uh, leeway on those. I think he should have had at least one of them. Yeah, you can't be short on 48-yarders. Yeah. I, uh, agree. I agree with you, Hardy. Yeah. Um, that, that's all, that's all I got specific. I'm firm but fair. Um, I would say Good. just more situational defense. Um, okay. Cardinals four for fourteen on on third down and one for five on fourth down. Mm. So, yeah. On the big plays, you came up big. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I you know again, the job. I get it. The job was made a lot easier with the personnel. Uh, you know, the change at quarterback. But give the Patriots credit when they needed to make a play, they generally did. And when they didn't, uh, the Cardinals made it for them. Like the big, like the biggest play of the game was DeAndre Hopkins just dropping the ball, running across the field. I mean, well, that's not what Kyle Duggar just said. <laughs> yeah, I, if you kind of listen to him, I think he kind of did. <laughs> I just had my contain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I anticipated I, I him gotta, coming across I gotta, the field. I got to be honest, I didn't even realize they gave him a forced fumble. I was looking at the stats, and they're like, we got Kyle Duggar, and I'm like, oh, oh, he forced the fumble. <laughs> so oh, they did credit him with a forced <laughs> they fumble? They did force it with a Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Guess, I, I yeah. guess if you make the tackle and a guy fumbles, it's considered a forced fumble. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that, but I, I think the replay kind of showed that he didn't really touch the ball. You know, um, <laughs> and even if he did, it's on Hopkins. I mean, yeah. what do no, you it, look, like, it looked like he was just, like, putting the ball down for the ref What are you doing? Like, he, look at how he's holding the ball. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. It's like he's getting ready to go in the end zone. Yeah. He was going to reach it out. Only he's at his own twenty. That's kind of yeah. And the ball's doesn't he run with the ball a lot like yeah. that? Like that was that was a really bad bread, play, yeah. and it cost me a fantasy win. Yeah. So yes, there's some bitterness there. And you, you know, didn't yell at Kyle for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have. I don't think you would have. You should have handed the ball back to him. I don't think you would have appreciated it. <laughs> I don't think it was a game full of odd moments, but there were a couple of uh, exceptionally odd moments, and we've seen you know no contact injuries, uh, you know, like Kyler Murray yeah. suffered tonight. But it's still odd to see it happen. These guys are out there doing so much, and we saw some violent hits tonight. Those guys pop well, right up. There sometimes was some good they hits up, tonight. You're right. Sometimes they end up in the tent, but for the most part, the guys pop right up. Yeah. And then, you know, you see Kyler Murray just go down untouched and not to return. The the DeAndre Hopkins, excuse me, the Kyle Duggar, you know, uh, you. forced That's fumble correct. with DeAndre Hopkins. Another weird one, and I – who just said that Hopkins carries the ball? He's kind of known for that. Yeah, what? Mike just Loaf said it, and he's right. I, yeah. I guess, but it's still odd to see it happening from a player who is that good and that old I mean, to do something <laughs> to do something fundamentally <laughs> that bad. Yeah, um, it's just odd. That was where the game odd. changed. I mean, that little sequence. I mean, it was the defense. I mean, credit to the defense. I think Paul said the red zone stops and then the turnovers, the fourth down, fourth down stops. I mean, that little collection of you know kind of clutch plays from the defense. It, it was enough to, to turn the tide, get the team back into the game, and 
you know, they were able to pull away with, with some explosive plays. I mean, you know, credit to the offense for some of those explosive plays. I think some of those throws to Hunter Henry, some of some of the best, you know, big plays of the year. So sure. so that's good stuff. All right. Well let's uh let's get to the bad list. Yeah. Um I'm just to start with third down defense. I mean, it's an easy kind of general situational thing to start with. Um, but you know, I just I think overall it's just this wasn't, you know, a redefining offensive night. It was, you know, kind of more of the same. There were there were definitely some big plays, but you know, we usually do see some big plays from the offense, but overall, you know, and they did get two red zone touchdowns, yay, yay. Um, but you know, again, it just it just wasn't consistent enough. And I think a lot of the third down problems were just you know related to struggles in the run game and, and ending up in third and longs and you know and then hurting yourself on those third downs. I think they have what two different penalties on third long that made it third and longer. So um, you know, just overall, I think that the the third down defense or third down offense. I'm sorry, um, you know, just continues to be a grind. Yeah, um, I mean, to, I, I mentioned the third down numbers, 3 for 11 for the offense. I, I agree with Mike. 27%. The, off, the offense um, continues to do little to nothing. And yeah. I thought the one word that came to mind tonight for the uh, the whole direction of the offense was uninspired. Yeah, Like the, the other team's defensive coordinator called you out for a style of play, and then you came out and double downed on it. Did, the, <laughs> did that style of play. Yeah. So many screens. And until you had a two-score lead, then you went hard play action and took a shot. <laughs> you know, found Hunter and, Henry. And, it was and, great. And he wasn't open, and they <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> um, I, early on, O-line play, and I know it's you know an ongoing issue and you know yeah. some personnel issues, but you know Trent Brown called for the false start early on that yep. forced them into a third and third 14. nine to third and fourteen, absolutely. Yep, and so, then same thing with the delay of game, third and ten to third and fifteen. So that that uh, they got a early mention on the bad list and didn't improve enough throughout the course of the night for me to take them off. Eight so, more yeah. penalties in general. If you want to just kind of yep. lump all that together, it's a lot. sure, sure, it's a lot. Again, it's a lot. What else stood out to you tonight? Too? Uh, and, yeah. and again, it's it's hard not to get. You know, I know, I know. You don't know, you don't want to get you know overly critical or sorry because a lot of this stuff is the thing that we've been seeing, and some of it yeah. is uninspired, some of it is uh, is execution, and and some of it is like Paul just mentioned. That kind of looks like a defensive guy running the offense at times, and I think we saw a lot more of that tonight. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to throw Nelson Aguilar on there. Um, oh, yeah. He was on my list. You know, 10 yeah. targets, 5. I, and, three, and three drops. Three drops. Um, and, by the way, that was an interception. I thought it was. Um, and there's, it's just beside those two, there's just there's something missing. And clearly, you know, Mac went to him a lot with, you know, the, the Myers out and then Parker going down. Um, you know, I just I, I, I wish that he could deliver in a way that they need him to. But there's just something, something missing. There's just the, 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 they can't seem to get him on track and find a way to get him going consistently. He'll make an occasional play, but I just, I sometimes I find him very, very frustrating. Um, it's a good word for him. Yeah, I, and I can't quite like I'm, I'm failing to articulate it right now here as we're talking at midnight about this game. But um, he just he, he he grinds my gears a lot with with some of the plays he makes and leaves on the field at times and and, and the drops. I mean, yeah. and sometimes it's not even the drops. It's just like you make a catch and you run right into the back of somebody or you know or and I think this is kind of part of the whole team when it's like you need third and it's third and nine and, and you get eight. You know, like those kind of plays just drive me batty. You know that really uh, grinds my gears. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, Peter. thank you, Peter. Um, but. Yeah, he's on my he's on my down. Yeah, I had him as well. I agree with Mike. Um, I would put, uh, and, I, and I thought they they sort of um, shored this up a little bit as the game uh, continued. But pass protection in general, I thought was an issue. They had an early one 
with Hunter Henry um, on the outside against the rookie. I forget his name now, 97, I think he was. Um, He's the one who hit Mac Jones and caused the interception early on in the game. I thought there was Cameron Thomas. Cameron Thomas, yes. Um, I I thought he struggled on that play, Henry. um, And then I thought Trent Brown had an old lay on on a sack. Um, And that was a big juncture of the game. That was late in the first half, leading to the two-minute warning, I think. And it it allowed the Cardinals a, a chance, a real chance to take control of the game, which Cliff King, Kingsbury proceeded to hand back to the Patriots. But Trent Brown, um, overall pass protection, I thought, was struggling in general tonight. That was on my bad list. All right. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I caught that. When we talked about it this week, the Hunter Henry, you know, it's just, it's it's tough for him. They let him isolate him on a defensive end. They, yeah, that's he coaching ain't got much many time. I don't think you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's up. Paul, are you up again? Uh, I will take special teams in general. Uh, I thought, um, I think they had one kickoff that was uh, stopped, one kickoff return that was stopped short of the 25-yard line all night with, I believe, three of them out over the the, the 25. Uh, a, a really solid punt return, um, uh, a 17-yard punt return for Marcus. No, Dorch. Oh, Dorch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dorch. Um, Dorch. Which again, allowed the Cardinals a golden opportunity to take a two-score lead at the, at the half, which, again, Cliff Kingsbury handed back. Um, I thought uh, Pilardi had a shank 33-yarder of, of it to the 36-yard line in the first half. They had a chance to down a punt inside the one, and of all people, Matthew Slater has his foot on the goal line, which is really atypical. Um, just, I, I thought, again, overall sloppiness on special teams and they got nothing out of uh the dynamic one marcus jones tonight maybe he was just gassed from playing every other playing snap. every other play yeah. but special teams again not a great night uh, uh what else you want to focus in on there i Deuce? mean it's it's very small but but where was john smith tonight <laughs> one know, target I, 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 no I mean, catches i'm seeing two two targets i guess but i mean i the only one i remember was on that screen pass where you know, it just looked completely. I'll double check. I thought out of. I mean, that's, I don't know the stats. Oh, two targets. Yeah. Okay. I only remember the one you probably remember, which I think was just that screen early on. But I, I wonder if maybe the interception that was just you know sailing in the air. I wonder if he was the closest guy on that. Oh, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. I, I do remember the one that went off his hand early. It's just him and Aguilar. They, you know, you really needed these guys tonight. I mean, with Stevenson going out, I mean, really, he's almost like your leading receiver too. So. You know, without Myers, without him, without Parker, I mean, that's really kind of the top three outside of Henry. And needed those guys to step up. And, you know, John, who just, you know, continues to be nowhere to be found. I think tonight is a night, you know, a perfect example for Mac anyway, of a guy that doesn't, you know, belong on either list tonight. I think, you know, the the issues with the offensive line. Absolutely. Not you know, on my the, list. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the issues with some of the, some of the receivers not yeah. stepping up for him. But, again, Mac himself did not do enough things to overcome that to warrant inclusion on the good list because numbers-wise, it wasn't a horrible night. We've kind of seen this from Mac a couple of times now. He's 24-35 for 235 yards, no touchdown passes. He did have the pick, but I d- not – it's not playing in a situation that that allows him really to be good unless he right, is outstanding yeah. on his own. And there's just not enough is going right for this offense right now for you to really 
say he's the he's the right. reason why the yeah. offense didn't totally I agree. On all I'd cylinders. have to go back to early in the season when he was just throwing picks to people like he was giving out presents at you know the Sunday you know the holiday party like you know th- like I just I can't I can't get mad at him for this like right. you know I don't no, that I, pick wasn't on him tonight oh he yeah gets hit oh no no not at all he I, got I hit just mean the, the, the overall performance like Mac I, he I don't want to say he I, skates but I will say you know on a positive if, if I had to put him on a list tonight it would be on the good list but I I totally agree with you guys I wouldn't put him on any list um, I thought there were four or five plays tonight where I saw glimpses of Mac Jones, you know, and yeah. what he can be when he's at his best. Uh, there was uh, a couple of uh, comeback outs, yeah, yep. um, to Aguilar, yep, yep, that I thought were uh, in rhythm and timing. Uh, one uh, where I think he got early in the second, maybe the first play of the second half, a nice uh, little uh, sit sit in a zone for Kendrick Bourne, where he kind of. Looked it off, and the timing was perfect. He threw him open. Um, now, at the same time, I thought there were a couple others down the field that he sailed high, made more difficult than they needed to be. Um, you know, the biggest play of the night was the one down the seam to Hunter Henry. He was yeah. completely uncovered. Yeah. But I give Mac Jones a lot of credit for that play because I thought the way Troy Aikman talked about it, I'm going to take Troy Aikman's view over mine. As a Hall of Famer. You know, as a Hall of Fame yeah. quarterback. He I think he, he felt like Jones really manipulated the safety with his eyes there. So I'm going to give him credit for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I, I, I totally agree with you. There so I, I thought there were more good than bad for Mac Jones tonight, but it's just still, a couple of throws here and there, the, whether they're there's screens the, or they're, you know, and go, there's no production. Ball's going out I mean, to the flat. You scored 20 no, points. It's, it's, there's yes, no production. The, same. the ball more ends the same. up like on the wrong hand. Yeah. You know, you can tell it's supposed to be thrown out in front by a foot, and instead it's, yeah. you know, it's to the it's to the back shoulder on a, on the, the the receiver is you know running out and trying to pick yeah. up a few yards after the catch. I mean, yeah. just I it it is obviously things that they're working on almost exclusively offensively in practice. And if that's all you're if that is what you're going to do for the majority of your plays, man, execution wise, they yeah. better be really good. And and, I, and the routes aren't long enough. The plays aren't that elaborate enough to to blame the receivers for being in the wrong spot. It's like it's right there. And I gotta you think gotta put some the of those in the right place. Like, there was seemingly like a dozen screens tonight, yeah. right? Right. Ridiculous. I don't think I'm exaggerating. There's got to no. be. I haven't looked yet, but I'm sure on Twitter. But shouldn't they? Shouldn't like, they? I got to think some of those. With 26 are, screens tonight, the Patriots have set a record. Like but I got to think that some of those were checked into screens by Mac. So like mm. I'm like that's part of it. Yeah. You know, like they showed the one earlier when he was making the signal with his finger. You know, like I see yeah. you. <laughs> you know, I think he was telling. You know, it was it was a hot read. You know, it's like what hot, route. hot route. Hot, hot route. route. Hot route. What is hot route? <laughs> right over there. Mac, what is hot route? <laughs> so, like I said, I thought there were some signs tonight from Mac Jones that were a little bit better, but not not yeah. anywhere near enough. Um, anything else before we get to the lengthy injured list? I didn't love the pass coverage from Kyle Duggar. One of those early plays. <laughs> I didn't love the pass coverage all night. I thought their guys were open. Mm. Wow. I thought their guys were open. Wow. Um, you Awkward. were fortunate you were playing Colt McCoy tonight and not anybody else. I know, and that's because the things that we sort of worried about going in the matchups worked out to be in the Cardinals' favor. I thought those yeah. guys were open. If they had someone that could have gotten in the ball consistently, right. I think they could have been trouble yeah. tonight. That's, I mean, I think it's, I mean, and probably you know, not surprising. I mean, you're down Mills, you're down Jackson. You I mean you're down guys, but I, again, I think it's just when the secondary needs to you know cover and the pass rush isn't getting there that they're in trouble tonight. The pass rush, I think, down the end they were getting there. That probably saved them a lot, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Like I, mean, I said, just, the closer. I, I love, I love that. I think yeah. good teams do that. Yeah, good yeah. teams get a two-score lead. 
they don't give up the garbage touchdown to make you have right. to get a first down or recover an onside kick. They yeah. close it out with a sack. They give up a couple of completions, but then they get a sack to make it second and second and nineteen, and they end up, yeah. you know, turning you over on downs. And, and they yeah. did it twice. Yeah, and if he can really be that guy, then then he's worked where you picked him as a, you know he doesn't have to be a three down guy if he's you know if he's going to be an impact third down yeah. end of game total closer like that total agreement and and just in the in the overall and the macro Paul I agree with that philosophy for a team you know to to be a closeout mentality team do it defensively don't do it by going and scoring one more time to really put it away. Mm-hmm. I would I would much rather if you've got a two score lead like that, see you play conservative, burn some clock, punt away when you have to, not worry about you know piling up on the score, which you got a sense and you pointed it out, Paul, that they kind of smell blood in the water. You oh, think they want to score again? The first here. time, the first time they got the the turnover on <coughs> excuse me, the turnover on downs in the fourth quarter, they were in Arizona territory, and they went hard play action, and they were taking a shot, and it was covered, and they and Mac wisely threw it away. But I, I would, I just, I, I think you see so much in that league, two score lead, midway through the fourth quarter, it's almost automatic. The other team scores, and I, I you know, I think the penalties were a big help for the oh sure for the Patriots to to make sure that didn't happen tonight. But the Patriots didn't let. Arizona score largely because of Josh Uche. I yeah. thought he came up with big plays when he needed them. I'd rather see that, and you know, in the Brady era, we saw we saw them pile on teams, uh, you know, any number of yeah. times. But Neat. just as many, just as many times, we saw them go out there and like, okay, we don't need to score a whole bunch here. Well, all we need to do is now, and now we're playing the clock as much as we are playing the other guys here, and we just got to, you know, maintain this lead, and then we don't have to, we don't have to score anymore. We have yeah. the lead. We just right. got to burn clock and prevent them from scoring. So just it's a couple smart. of quick items um, that I had on the bad list. Uh, the fumble at the end of the half was absolutely inexcusable. Like, you can't do that. Ten seconds left. I don't know why you're handing the ball off in the first place. Why not just throw another pass? Take a, Either take a shot at the end zone or throw another pass just to set up the, the field goal. You're trying to run the ball, which – eliminates any possibility of making a big play. Just a terrible play call. And then you end up fumbling like it, yards. and I don't even know how you got the ball back. I, uh, I, great job by Mac Jones to recover that fumble. But why are you running the ball there with that much time? What did they have, 13 seconds? 10. 10, Ten seconds, seconds left. <laughs> so you're trying to get five yards, and you're going to call timeout. And you're also handing the ball off to a rookie. <laughs> Who's right? had fumbling issues? No, no, no. Forget about the fumble. <laughs> yeah. What if it breaks, and now instead of like just saying, I'm not going for a touchdown here, he's trying to get every last yard, and the <laughs> clock runs out right. before you can call yeah. timeout. Yeah. That could happen. Yeah. I just yeah. thought that was poor. Yeah. Um, and then you have to take a timeout on the third play of the second half because you don't have the play uh, in on time, and therefore you get an F-bomb dropped on your offensive coordinator on national television by your quarterback. And let me tell you something. I don't blame him. Now, people love to pile on Mac Jones and say that, you know, who is this guy, second-year guy, to be, you know, wanting this and demanding that. I don't think it's too much to ask for him to want to have the play sent in on time so that they can get it off without having to waste a timeout. No, it's not I don't, too much to ask. Now, no. maybe you'd rather not see it demonstrated, you know, for the entire world to see like that. But th- I mean, that's real, you know. Yeah. That's that's real talk going yeah, on out right. there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I had. That's okay, all. injuries. That, that's all. Uh, got a bunch. Yeah. A lot. Jack Jones, Ramondre. Well, Jack Jones was a, a knee. He had a knee early and did not return. Did not return. Which is not good. 
Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson had an ankle. He tried to give it a go, came back for a series. I think they threw it to him three straight times, and then he was like, nope, I'm out. Yep. He turned around and left. Uh, Parker looked woozy. <clears throat> I mean, that was a whole that was a whole thing. I got to go back and look at that because I guess Aguilar was, like, signaling trying to get either him. to him yeah. to, like, wake up, bro. You know, I don't know who's yelling at him. Like, don't <laughs> like, be First, concussed. I couldn't tell if he was What's trying he to doing? get him. On the line, so yeah. the I, I don't know, but yeah, that was bad. Didn't look good. There was that looked, seemed to be like a miss by the spotter. Yeah, because he was clearly um, it was weird. Because I mean, he just kind of went down. Yeah, I mean, no, he was he woozy. Woozy. Uh, everybody said it. Uh, and then and then D Mac, I think, went out briefly, right? With a yeah, like a, and Taekwon he went to the Thornton, tent, didn't he? Yeah, I, now that was definitely a head. That was the spotter made him leave. Mm-hmm. Made McCoy. Um, leave. He okay. looked like he was making a tackle on McCoy, and he ran right in. Uh, Wise ran right into him. Okay, and McCourty's head hit right into Wise's chest. So I don't know if he has a concussion, but they made him leave. Oh, and then yeah. Taekwon Thornton was in the was tent, according to. Twitter, uh, I never saw him in the game again after that. I don't know what his injury was. <sighs> All right. And, of course, the, I mean, the biggest and most impactful injury of the night uh, happened to the Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray, which uh, just play of the game. Yeah, just uh, changed uh, changed a lot, certainly, for the host team tonight. All right, let's yeah. get to uh, your phone calls here. 855-PATS-500. We begin with Steve in Miami. Thanks for your patience. You're up first here on the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Steve, what's going on? Hi, guys. Doing first of all, in case I don't get to talk to you beforehand, happy holidays to you. Thank, thank you, you too, Steve. And I want to thank you. Uh, a few things. First of all, was this the first game ever uh, that two rookie running backs had a touchdown for the Patriots in mm. one game? That's a bit of trivia. I'm not sure. No idea. No. Because I can't remember it, and I've, I'm Patriots fans from the '60s. Maybe Ridley Ver- Vereen. I, I don't know. Vereen didn't really play much. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, we'll get back to him. Wouldn't even be able to guess. The other thing I want to ask you is, which defense do we are we seeing? Are we seeing the defense that clobbers a terrible team like the the Jets with uh, Wilson, and then tonight, or are we seeing the team? against the Vikings and the Bills that couldn't stop good offenses. I'm, I'm not sure what... Who's the opponent? What yeah. to expect. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I would expect what you saw against the Vikings against similar offenses. I would expect what you saw against the Jets against similar offenses. Tonight, I thought the Cardinals moved the ball really well for most of the game until the game got out of here, until Hopkins fumbled. Yeah. yeah. Then the game ended. That was pretty much it. Steve and, I mean, they had 200 yards in the first half. They had 197 yards in the first half. Let me tell you something. I, I, I said it at the top, and in the first half, Colt McCoy did not thrown off by the position he was put into. No, I mean, and he had, you know, just played two games, you know, like not last game for them, but, you know, the last two. I mean, he beat the Rams. So, I mean, he, you know, was not fresh. But, um, you know, it's, it's funny because coming into this game, the offensive line looked like, all right, this is going to be another one of these – defenses the Patriots can tee off on if not for Kyler Murray and his weapons I felt like those could offset some of the offensive line issues but once Kyler Murray went out it just kind of shaped up into another one of these Patriot games where you're playing a backup quarterback you got an offensive line they're a little bit shorthanded they still have some weapons on the outside but ultimately they just don't have the guy pulling the trigger or the protection you know to truly challenge the secondary which is what you know I think we're learning especially with the injuries that have happened is you know, kind of the weakness of the Patriots' defense. And when the offensive line isn't able to contain Josh Uche, Matt Judon, um, then they look really good. But, you know, at the end of the day, what do we really le- learn from this game? I, not much. I mean, this is just another another game that has followed 
the script of the last two years. And everything changed with a couple fourth down stops and a couple turnovers, and that was it. The offense never really had to get out of their comfort zone. They did come back. They were down points, so credit for that. But ultimately, stack this one up to next to the other ones of the season. That looks very similar. A lot of characteristics that they share. I, yep. I totally agree. It was, uh, you know, I, I gave you all those numbers. 13-0 when allowing 14 or less points. Yeah. So you didn't really do anything to change the narrative, quote-unquote. No. Um, more on Marcus Jones just for a moment here. We keep talking about all the things that he's been asked to do. Um, the uh, According to Boston Sports Info, Marcus Jones is the only player, the only one, in the Super Bowl era. Now, this is mm. this is pretty specific, yeah. but still mildly interesting. The only player in the Super Bowl era to have a receiving touchdown, a punt return touchdown, and an interception in a single season. And only six players have done it over their careers, had all three of those things. Randy Moss, Troy Brown, Deion Sanders... Dale Carter, Roy Green, and John Mallory. <laughs> and three other guys. You know, yeah, three other guys. I mean, we're going down John you know, Mallory you know really from 1968. Yeah. What's really funny is as soon as you started rattling off all these things, I was I immediately said to myself, I'm surprised Roy Green never did that. Because Roy Green used to play both ways early, oh, really? in, his, early in his career. He, he played a lot of defensive back and then he became a full-time wide receiver but right and he ended up with 66 touchdowns uh, Troy yeah. Brown of course had a ton and then Randy Moss is you know on top of that list but he's the only guy to do it in a single season I, in the entire Super Bowl era to have all three of those things the receiving touchdown the punt return touchdown and a pick so I, you know it's just interesting that now you could also look at this and in a not-so-positive light and say, why do they need one guy to be doing all these things for them? <laughs> I'm also surprised that Dion never did it in one season. But um, the uh, that that's a big, that's the bigger question. The Hardy. punt return touchdown, I think, is the tough one. You know, I'm sure. Well, not, I'm for, sure. not for Dion. <laughs> uh, yeah, With, that's oh, true. Like Devin Hester. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the, the bigger question that you ask, Hardy, I think is valid. Like, I, I get... I, you know, you were missing Jacoby Myers tonight, so you're probably looking to see if you can integrate Marcus Jones a little bit more. And then you lose Parker. But it would be nice to not have to rely on a guy to do that much. I think that he shows really good potential as a defensive back. I think he looks like he's pretty competitive in coverage. And I, I don't know. I I, 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 <laughs> I was just thinking I'm I'd like, like to not so, have to do that. We're so desperate. For offensive playmakers and guys that can make, I mean, I just like this is the closest thing I've seen to somebody who's really explosive right now. And for me, I'm almost like, how many slot receivers are we going to draft and, and put on the roster? It's like we have one guy that looks pretty comfortable with the ball and is pretty explosive. Like, do we just make him? Like, what do they do with him in a perfect world? Like, absolutely. What, what would you go? Do you do, are you trying to replace him on defense or offense? I mean, clearly he's going to be the punt returner for the foreseeable future. But I just wonder what in a perfect world they envision him because. I can't help but be intrigued by watching him play offense, given what they have. And me too. I mean, just the, the explosive plays he's made. He's made more than you know some of these free agent guys that you know have had success in the NFL. So I'm not sure where, but in a team that desperately needs young talent, he is certainly a, a a star so far for this team. Christian in L.A. on the Patriots post game show. What's up, Christian? Christian going once, going twice. And we move on from Christian, and we go to Eric in New Jersey. Hi, Eric. Thanks for holding. What's up? Hey, Deuce Hardy. How you guys doing? Paulie, I'm, I'm upset with you. Paulie, 
With me? You've seen this before. Uche, closer. Come on. Coley Bandit came, Mark Anderson. <laughs> guys that we get up leads okay. in the early era. We get uh, we get okay. up leads that get ten sack guys that you know, you just you put teams away. It's yeah. I, I, I'd like to see him I, I I I'm gonna be honest with you here, Eric. And the boys will vouch for me. These are some of the things I said during the game. I'd like to see him get some more sacks when the game is still in doubt. But I do think I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to be sunshine.com here, which is my alter ego, as you know. Um, but I do think there's value in a guy who can close out a game with timely sacks when you're protecting a lead. I agree with you, Eric. I'd like to see some sacks come, like in the first quarter on third down. Mm-hmm. You know, or against, or, or 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 just against, or or just against first team guys. Again, I mean, no, I I, I know, but my my point is more so like when the game is still in doubt. He, can, I I think he had. I mean, he had a big play when the game was still in doubt, when it was still. Still twenty to I think it was twenty to thirteen when he caused the interception by Marcus Jones. But I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm complete. I'm completely there with you. But it's the it's the patch. I mean, they're running. I mean, that team's an injury riddled team. Obviously, it's a different yeah. game with Kyler Murray in there. But it's. It, I mean, this this. It. I would wish. You know. Like I said, I, w- I would wish. You know, he can do a little bit more. Obviously, third year coming into a contract year. Like I said, we we seen the same song and dance when we had those early two thousands. Uh, I mean, late two thousand, early two thousand ten. Those those ten sack guys coming in, but I mean, yeah. it, the offense. I mean, and then it's just the offense. The offense gives you nothing to promise about. I seen this week earlier. Josh, I mean, uh, Johnny Smith. His his average death, his average death per reception is one point two yards. His average death per target is uh, four point. That was Mac Jones all night tonight. I mean, they yeah, were. I mean, he's, Warren Sharp he's was tweeting the, all night about some mind-boggling numbers about his average depth of air. Uh, I mean, air attempt. Johnny Smith on the on 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 the the cap next year for eighteen and a half million. You're not get, obviously you clearly can't get rid of him. So it's just. I mean, it really. Like I said, it. I thought this game. You know, the offense should have been able to take. Put the team away early. Away, you know. I'll take it off the line, but I felt like it was a game that the offense should have jumped out early with Colt McCoy. Should have been able to put the game away, and I'll take it off the line. Thank you guys. Yeah, you guys I mean, I, I wasn't expecting them to put it away because I just don't think they have the offense to put anybody away. Um, I was a little surprised that the defense allowed the Cardinals to move the ball as well yeah. as they did yep. for the first three quarters of the game. I thought they they locked it down once they got the lead, um, but yeah, I. I wasn't expecting a, an easy blowout win. I don't know how you guys felt. No. No. No, I mean, I, I the same with you. I mean, I think I was a little disappointed. You thought Colt McCoy is going to come in and they're just going to start doing Patriots defense things right away. It took them until the last drive of, of the first half yeah. to, to get And when that. I say I wasn't expecting a blowout yeah. win, I meant after Murray. Yeah. I, I, I will admit, freely admit, I thought the game was over when Murray got hurt. I didn't think there was any way the Patriots would lose to Colt McCoy. But I didn't think it would be a blowout. Yeah. I didn't. It's not 2010. That's that's when Colt McCoy did beat the Patriots. <laughs> in the, in, in the Peyton, 12 years ago. In the yeah. Peyton Hillis game. Yeah. Rookie Gronk. I just love how all Patriots games have names. Yeah. Yeah. The Peyton that Hillis. one we lost oh. that year. Oh, that was a bad game. <laughs> that, was another, that was another game. That was another, the one they lost that year. I think Gronk made a mistake in it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's uh, step aside here for a moment. Thank uh 
NFL all day. All your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of fans, you can use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out. Find some moments from all your favorite Patriots players at NFLAllDay.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Every play, every pass, every performance is perfected on the training field. Producing critical data that's analyzed, measured, and studied. Acronis keeps that data safe and ensures it's there to use whenever and wherever it's needed. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Every play, every pass, every performance is perfected on the training field. Producing critical data that's analyzed, measured, and studied. Acronis keeps that data safe and ensures it's there to use whenever and wherever it's needed. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 
or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Bossman Fred Kirsch joining us with some very aggressive eyewear. I had, uh, a, I had a come in disguise. Uh, yeah. People are upset now, with me. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All right, back to your phone calls. Uh, somebody drops off. You can hop on 855-PATS-500. Kevin in San Francisco, you're up. Patriots postgame show. They get the win 27-13 over the Cardinals in Arizona. Kevin, what do you think? Hey, guys. Uh, happy holidays to you, first off. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not particularly happy, to be honest with you. Uh, just cologne on the cadaver. To be honest with you, there's Oof. nothing really exciting about 20 points on offense. They beat a team that lost their starting quarterback in the first three plays of the game. And uh, just constant reflection on all the problems we have and it's the same, same stuff every week. So um, I'd, I'd rather at this point in time, I'd rather just lose and get a better pick. But then again, though, with Belichick, we'll probably screw that pick up anyway. So what's oh. the difference? Happy holidays, guys. Take care. Watching. People on Twitter not happy with the callers tonight. Yeah. What's oh. up with all the negativity? Yeah, no, no. How much be- how much of a be- how much better of a pick are you going to get end up getting? No, I I I think <sighs> that that ship has sailed. They've won, yeah. they've won seven games. Like if you win three games, you you know you're talking about a pick. You win six, seven, eight. Like what's the difference? What's the difference? Picking twelve or fifteen. Right. If, if you're not picking in the top seven, yeah. Then what the. It, I mean, obviously, you want to pick as high as you can, but I just think it's not worth trying, quote unquote, trying to lose to do no, that. No, of course not. I think you, you, you know, and whether uh, you have the same coaching, you try to hierarchy in place or not, you know, you're still going to have some of these players are going to be back next year, and there's time to develop. And who knows? Maybe win some games. You can win a couple more games and find yourselves in the playoffs. Do you what? Do you want a shot? You want to, yeah. at the very least? Do you want to not? have an embarrassing first-round exit like you had last year, don't look past a playoff appearance. You know, you got to reset expectations around here. I'm telling you, it's a different world. You know, the, it's, the deuce, look at me. It's not, you know. If you can make the playoffs, you make the playoffs. You I make the you playoffs, hard. and there's, uh, there's value in that. There is. There sure is. Uh, playoffs? Playoffs. <laughs> I feel like I have to talk to Deuce and remind him it's not, but, you know. Got to win three of the last years four. ago. I mean, you know, in some in some regards, though, I think, you know, like the rookie running backs getting a chance tonight. Like, I mean, those, you know, for the for the get a draft pick people, you know, Marcus Jones, like these are the things. These are the little silver linings down the road that, you know, just it's good. It's good to get those guys experience. I, I feel better having seen a little bit out of Pierre Strong. I mean, granted, it was, you know, whatever it was, four or five carries, but certainly more out of Harris and strong than, than you've seen going back to training camp. So, um, you know, those things, those things are emerging a little bit, so I'll take them. All right. Rock him in Memphis. What's going on? You're on the Patriots post game show. Hey y'all. Uh, first time call a long time. listening to all that jazz. Look, I'm just glad that we got a win tonight. You know, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have high expectations coming into this game. Obviously I know there are four and 18, there were four and 18, but, I just, you know, but anyway, I'm just glad they got the win tonight. And I've heard a lot of times that the Patriots lack a true identity on offense. And my thing is, what do you think they should do as far as, like, the players, the, uh, the personnel? Should they try to do the two, the two tight end thing? Should, or should they, like, stick with this three wide receiver, you know, uh, thing that they uh, tried tonight and pretty much most of the season and tr- and go out in the offseason and try to get, like, a true number one type wide receiver. What do you yeah. 
excuse me, what do you think uh, they should do as far as that? I'm, Rock him. We talked about it on the pregame show. It's a good question. I, I'm out of suggestions for the team. I think that they should get a qualified offensive football mind to make that suggestion. I well, think that's what needs to be done. Not you know. I and mean, I, d- I don't want to shut down. I can come up with right. hey, they should do more RPOs or shotgun or whatever it is. Like they 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 need like a whole new kind of planning. I'm here to facilitate, not shut down conversation. <laughs> but I would have shut down that conversation in the pregame. So what are you talking about personnel for? We got to change how we coach things up around here. Offensively yeah, I think that's year. first and foremost. But I do think that three wide sets uh you know 11 personnel i think is more suited i've seen enough of Jonu smith yeah. i gotta be honest yeah. i, I, I don't like need, they have to yeah i don't need to see the the two tight ends but i do like uh i i don't i don't love any of the receivers but i like them all if that makes sense sure mm. i don't think yeah, they have I, I don't think they have a stud and they need that i agree with you guys they need a a guy to sort of take the bull by the horns do you want that one guy rock him do you want that one really standout wide receiver yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. Like, if they're gonna do, if they're yeah. gonna stick with like the three wide receiver thing, I would like for them to kind of get a stud. And yep. if not, you know, I I'm, I don't mind them trying the two tight end thing. It's just that I don't see, you know, I don't really see them the get, getting targets a lot when I'm watching these games. And I'm thinking like they're so expensive. We're paying them so much. Excuse me, not we, because I'm not you know <laughs> part of the Patriots, but they're paying them so much that. I would expect them to at least target them at least like five times a game. I don't. I, yeah. You're not out of line. I've been talking about talking about that much earlier in the season too. You know, I think uh, this just kind of came to me. So if you all go with me for a second on this, but oh, I'm I'm in. So I mean, the two tight end set. I mean, I think part of the advantage of having two tight ends is that you can dictate your matchups, right? And that it has to be somewhat predicated though on you need a tight end who can block. So. You know, when you had Gronk and Hernandez, you had Gronk who can certainly block just about anybody, you know, with Holody Nada being a, a prime example. I think the problem right now is that you have two tight ends. They can't really block. Mm. Now, if they can't really block and then they can't really cause matchup problems because they're not really that, like, you know, I mean, they're athletic guys, but they're not like George Kittle athletic or, right. you know, they're not Aaron Hernandez with that kind of speed in the open field. So I think that these two guys are just kind of in the middle, and that's the problem. I mean, I think Connor Henry's a pretty good – you know, overall tight end. He's not a, a great blocker, but I just think that's the problem. You can't really do two tight end things when neither of those guys are really plus blockers. They're not giving you that extra juice that you need in the running game. So, you know, to that point, I think go with the three wide receivers. Go with speed and, you know, stop trying to beat people so with Johnny Smith. you don't disagree with me all the time. No, no. I, 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 I took the long way to Grandma's house to get back to it. but No, I'm, no. I, I, I think I'm with you. <laughs> but I, I, those yeah. tight ends, they're just – it's not what anybody thought it was going to be. When you sign two tight ends, and you're like, oh, here it is, the two tight ends oh. set back. They're, you know, they're they're fine. They're not, you know, Ryan yeah. Izzo and Matt LaCoste. Right. You either need dynamic players like, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey types or physical – Dan Graham. Like, yeah, like, uh, you know, like like Gronk with, you know, the ability to, to block and, and, and win matchups that way and then, you know, make plays as receivers. Now, with Gronk, you had both. Right. But that's a, a unique. But that's why I said Dan yeah. Graham. Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you trade out Jonu Smith for Dan? Like, Graham I'd be and feel happy. Like he would I'd be happy to use Daniel Graham in in Benjamin Watson. Right. You know, circa two thousand four. Yeah. Good balance. You know, one guy who's a plus athlete that you know Ben Watson in his prime could probably line up against most safeties and probably. Yeah, beat them. I mean they're not gonna they're not <laughs> gonna know? be they're not gonna kill you. Like Watson never really panned out to be that you know dynamic piece, but both of them were solid enough as receivers and in Graham's case especially, uh, dominant as blockers. Um, 
that you could use that that two tight end set. I don't think you have that with with Henry and Smith. I think it's just okay. Yeah. And I th- and I think you need them more so in the blocking game right now, and you need the blocking aspect yeah, of their game more so yeah. than you need them as receivers okay. right now because Word. of the issues on the offensive line. Because and you also don't have a fullback, which you know, grand different, but still like an element of an H back or somebody that's right. tough that can get in people's way and you know just have a, a, a piece of aggression to them. That's it's just it doesn't exist right now. Eldred, North Carolina, Eldred, what's going on, my friend? Hey, fellas, how y'all doing tonight? Good. Yeah, I'm doing um, fine. Like the game, uh, still didn't know with the offense. But getting back with stuff, what the caller said and what, what Mike was saying, again, you got to have somebody know how to architect to get them get the players the ball. I don't, you know, and, and I agree with him. You pay all these wide receivers that much money, some of them, you know, target one twice a game or, or one sitting back for seven games because of something he said. But it's you know, <laughs> I forgot like, about that. Like <laughs> this don't look like a this don't look like a playoff team. It don't feel like one to look like one. You know, the defense looks pretty good. But offense, you can't, man, you can't go into a short screen every game, playing short screen, short screen, and, you know, because eventually it's going to catch up with you. You got to throw deep somewhere. And I'm I'm just a knob because they keep throwing deep to some other people instead of giving somebody else a good chance. And it was speed. That's my only problem is the offense. Defense, you know, I'm like you, Paul. A bunch of bunch of wide receivers running open. Yeah, I, open. I, that's why I'm not even you know I'm not really even thrilled. The defense closed like champs tonight, but I'm not thrilled with the overall defensive performance tonight. Exactly, uh, I agree with that 100. percent You know, but then again, like I said, it, you know, you got new rookies back there. You know, they they learning the game, whatever. But offensively, nope. And and I'm like the other guys. I wish we could have been in the top five or top ten or twelve in in, in the draft, but Again, just like the other guy said, Bill wouldn't do right by it in the first place, you know, to GM. So, but other than that, I'm happy for the win. Yeah, yeah, I, you had to have the win against the Raiders. Yeah, like the season continues. If you lost tonight, I'm sorry, the season was over. And I think right. if you lose Sunday to the Raiders, the season is over. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. Eldred, thanks for the call. We'll uh, talk to you on Thank Sunday. You. All right, all right, buddy. See ya. I just, I got, I still have real questions about this defense against good offenses. And as much as you can look at the talent that the Raiders have and say, like, this might be a legit matchup, the Raiders are also having a weird year. And, They're very you similar know, and to this team that they just played. It's not consistent. Dis- it's so. dysfunctional. But then we'll get to Cincinnati and then we'll get to Miami. So, you know, I just, I think. This defense, I'll see. I'm not going to make any judgments about them yet. It continues to be what it is, but let's see them against these teams at the end, and and then we'll have a real assessment of if they're bottoming out again or if they actually did find some kind of life here near the end of the season. You guys want to hear what uh, Coach Belichick had to say? Paul? If we must. Okay. <laughs> we don't have to, but I'm curious to hear what the head coach had to say after the uh, 27-13 win over the Cardinals in Arizona tonight. Here's Bill Belichick. Well, it was, uh, it was a good good night for us um, tonight. Uh, really proud of the way the team handled themselves. Uh, long week, um, you know, long trip out here. I thought they were really focused, um, you know, yesterday and certainly this morning, you know, on our walkthrough and, um, you know, things like that. Had, had good energy for the game. Um, you know, the Cardinals are... Pretty good in the kicking game. Um, one of the better teams we faced. I thought our guys really, you know, battled them there, and um, you know, made enough plays offensively and defensively to win. 
and uh, it's an explosive offensive group. Um, you know, tough to see a, a player like Murray get hurt. Uh, hope he's okay. Uh, but you know, it's still it's a lot of good players on the field. Um, you know, proud of the way our defense hung in there. You know, made some big made some big stops, big turnover, obviously, with Kyle and uh, McMillan, and uh, you know, offensively. Um, you know, play better. Um, you know, a tough break on the interception. Matt got his arm hit, but um, you know, I thought we we did some things better. Still got a long way to go. Had some young players step up and uh, make some you know significant plays in the game. So it's good to get contributions from everybody. And short week here of Vegas, and we'll just kind of keep grinding and try to be ready to go on Sunday. Coach, I want to bring up your draft class because your draft class has been outstanding this year with the rookies stepping up and producing. Are you pleased with the way these guys, you know, next man up mentality, these guys coming in and, and getting it done for you? Yeah, well, it's, you know, everybody's got a role, and, and when their number's called, you know, hopefully they'll come through for us. But um, these guys work hard, they all do. And But certainly it's, you know, good to see some of the young guys and, you know, even. Uh, Schooler Mitchell in the kicking game, and you know, obviously the guys that scored a touchdowns and intercepted passes like they're easy to spot. Um, you know, and Zappi had some, you know, contributions a little bit earlier in the year when he played. But uh, yeah, but it really it's you know just it takes everybody. And um, you know, I thought we we kind of had that tonight. We had everybody pulling tonight. Specifically on Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris, how good is it to see hard work from them pay off? You know, haven't played a lot this year, but obviously. Yeah, no, well, it's you know, great. You know, they get an opportunity and, you know, they made some good big plays. We'll see if they can sustain it and show up, you know, week after week and, you know, people start looking for them. Did you talk about the uh, fumble return by McMillan? That had to be a key play of this game. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Um, you know, Duggar made a you know good tackle, knocked the ball off Hop, and, you know, Hop speed it so many times. Um, but it was. You know, a heads-up play by McMillan on a good scoop and score. You know, shows athleticism and speed to get into the end zone. So um, that was a huge play, obviously. So the shorter passing game tonight, was that more because of some of the wide receiver injuries that you had or more um, game plan specific with what Arizona was doing defensively? Yeah, I mean, we hit Hunter on a couple seams. Um, yeah, it's... You know, depends on what the pattern was that we had called and, and what the coverage was. And you know, I thought Mac made a lot of good decisions. Um, you know, we got hit on the deep ball. That was the interception. So, yeah, I don't know. Defensively, um, how encouraged are you with how opportunistic the, the defense has been? Well, I mean, I had a couple big stops here today, a couple fourth down stops. Um, you know, we had a couple of big plays for us. You know, uh, hit McCoy, gave the interception to uh, Jones. Uh, you know, we're able to hit the quarterback, but of course that comes from getting ahead and and uh, you know, playing from ahead, and you know, became a passing game in the second half. So, but it was, you know, our defenses. Um, I thought they did a pretty good job tonight. You know, they had again a lot of firepower, and you know, they Arizona moved the ball, but fortunately we got a couple red area stops and and. Um, you know, didn't get much in the second half, so it was good. Fourth down, two, the fourth down play. Yeah. One of five, I think, that were on fourth down. That's been an area of general strength this season for you. That's what you said. 
Yeah, I think statistically it has, but you know, the important thing was this week. A couple of those were longer yardage, but the you know, Tavai tipping the pass on fourth and one, two, whatever it was. I mean, obviously that was you know, it's a big play for us. Probably got a probably got a break on Brown's play where he dropped it. No. Obviously, the it's, it's a work win standings wise, but maybe in terms of morale, how helpful might this be for the entire team? It's always good to win. So we practice for. Your final question. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. There you go. There's your head coach, Bill Belichick, after the 27-13 win. Uh, some insightful answers, as always, from the head coach. I the guess we were off base. The passing Talking game. about all the screen passes. <laughs> what, what, what was the purpose of that? Well, he hit Hunter on a couple of scenes. Ah, we got, we got, a, we got yeah. Hunter a couple Not of everyone. How encouraged were you by the opportunistic play of the defense? Yeah. Uh, encouraged. Big. Strong to, <laughs> big strong to quite strong. Hugely encouragement. encouragement. A lot of it. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my um, chest. The one thing in all seriousness that I thought was kind of like Bill's like, you know, it was a long week. Like now 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 a long week is a is a in you know, impediment. Long week. Long t- t- you know, long, long trip. Week. Well luckily it's a short week now. Two short weeks. No, but then, no, but then, gonna, then he then he lamented then he lamented the short week. <laughs> now we got a short turnaround. It, like we said we weren't going to be snarky, but I'm sorry when he said it was a long trip. Did you drive? Did yeah. you take a? Did you? <laughs> would you wag- say a wagon? Tra- would you wagon train it out from? I've been there for Fox two days Earl. already. Yeah, nothing about football, uh, you know, like that I would pick at. I mean, I think he's right. I think they, you know, they were, you know, made some big plays, opportunistic on defense, and you know, the rookie running backs making contributions. I think he hit. He played all the hits that we talked about in the in the good section. Yep. You know, in terms of football, but I just I just thought it was odd, like. You know, long week, long trip. Not, now, a now a long fl- week is a bad thing. That's a long trip. It's a five-hour flight on a private plane. What are we, what are we talking about? What long trip? With what? Like free food on it. Oh yeah, That's lots of it. Oh yeah, they just do whatever they want. Very very nice. Nice. All right. Um, you want to do calls and then a break? Can we do that? All right. I don't want to keep anybody waiting any longer. Like our man Spee in Fresno, Spee. Thanks for holding through uh, the coach, although you did get a chance to really focus in on Coach Belichick, so I guess, you know, it's a win-win. Yeah, I'll call that a win-loss. Oh. I don't know. But uh, uh, what what um, what do you guys make of – I thought you mentioned Zappi in there. Did I mishear that? Did you guys hear that? Contributions I, from the rookie class this year. Yeah. He was asked he, about – He didn't mention Zappi by name? I, I he did. He did, yeah. Just saying earlier. In so the he was talking that? about contributions by the rookie class this year. He said we got some That's from. That's a weird thing to do mid-season. If no, it's not. He was asked a question mid-season. about the rookies <laughs> contributing during the season. He said a lot of times you get some contributions that go unnoticed. Like earlier in the year, we had some from Zappy. He was talking about. He was okay. asked a question about his rookie class, and he was answering I about the rookie. Stop yelling at Spee. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, let's not try to make this out to be a zappy yeah, thing, and it's a right. shot at Mac. Yeah, yeah. Of all people, okay. I'm defending okay. Bill. What do you think of Mac's game? <laughs> I mean, Zappy had a like, good game. I'm not. I'm not trying to make this into a thing about Zappy. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll turn the table. I just want to get away from that okay. immediately. So I, me too. I, let, let, let me let me uh, let me ask you guys a quick question about about Zappy. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I'm, <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. All right, hey, listen. I mean, hold on sorry. one speed. Hold on one second. I want you to collect your thoughts. Take a breath. Give me five seconds, and then you can go back. 
Um, Phil Perry says Ramondre Stevenson is hopeful he'll be ready to return on Sunday against the Raiders. Okay. Spee, the floor oh, th- the floor is yours th- once th- again. Okay. Th- first thing foremost, I will say thank goodness because we need that Absolutely. Absolutely. running back. Uh, the thing I wanted to ask you guys about was um, my eyes can deceive me after a certain amount of beverages, if that makes sense. Uh, I just thought that, like, in the second quarter, I, I, I believed a narrative that said that, that Mac now had control of the playbook. Like, it seemed when they started doing that sort of sharp, short passing game, that it seemed like something was different. It almost uh, the, the the conspiracy theory I like to believe in at that moment was that like Mac had said, Mac and Matt and Bill had sat into some dark room with deep throat and from last game and they were just like, okay, how are we going to work this out? And then you know, Mac said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, Mac and Matt, they were like negotiated, and it's all of a sudden, it's like, all of a sudden, Mac's going to get a chance to call the playbook, and it didn't look that good. But I thought that there was a little bit of a shift, a shift, if that makes any sense. And I am absolutely failing at this phone call, but I'm going <laughs> to say I thought that there was something that, that looked beautiful and then did not pan out, and I am absolutely hopping off the phone. Cause I was going to say, is this there. the part, so is this with your thoughts collected? <laughs> is this the thoughts collected version we got I just know, now? Really sad, right? Oh my god, you <laughs> sound like oh, me, Spee. Having the time of his life. Okay, hey, thanks, buddy. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again on Sunday, right. I'm sure. Okay. Yep. Alright, see ya. There he goes. <laughs> that, was good. That, was like a, that was a whole scene going on. They Eject! Were like discussing. Eject! Eject! <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying that, but you can't stop. You just keep going. Let's go to Australia, where it is now probably sometime around. Uh, I think the Patriots and Raiders are already playing. I think there. it's I think it's like four thirty in the afternoon on Tuesday. Am I am I right about that, Jake? Four forty seven. Geez, you're not too far off. What, what <laughs> four forty seven. Ten, ten to five. Four forty seven Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Good. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Bang so, on. Thank you. All right, what'd you what'd you think of the game? He started. We got the win. Yep. But again, being tiny, minute, good things come from it, but more bad things than anything. Um, tiny, minute, bad things, or did you say tiny, minute, good things? Tiny, minute, good things. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. It. Like what? What are some of the good things you saw? Good to see the rookie rookies. Getting a good run today. Yep, yep. I agree. That that would be one that we talked about. Absolutely. Defense turning up in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Closed yep. out. Closed it out. They got the lead and they smelled blood and closed it out. But yeah, other than that, we <laughs> and oh, the Hunter Henry <laughs> play. Scene. The Hunter oh. look. The Hunter Henry play was a was a big play. That was yeah. the you know the drive that ended up um, giving them the two score lead and sort of you know game set match. Yeah. I like Hunter Henry and I think they need yeah. to utilize him more and I and I want to see more of that. However, like when I think back on big Hunter Henry plays this year, he's either wide open or the guy covering him goes down with a 
like a mysterious alien injury that you know pretty, that gets carted <laughs> off in an ambulance, and he's like more than uncovered. The guy is you know yeah. is flatlining on the on the line of scrimmage. Right. You know, it's it's that was the guy that got the concussion right against the uh, the Lions. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. Did, did we ever find out? I believe he had like a, a like a neck a serious did, neck injury. Didn't did he? he? Oh, I don't know. That's a it good was question. The, though. That was weird. So show, where's the Hunter Henry play uh-huh. where you know there's like actual like. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't necessarily Football say going on. Hunter Henry made a great play. No, 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 no. I, I'm I just know. saying that play it was like a 39-yard pass, I yeah. think. It, that that was a big play on that schemed drive. it up. I was waiting for you to say, yeah, but he was wide open. I'm like, yeah, come to think of it, every was big Hunter Henry play this season, he's wow. like wide open. So what... I, I'm kind of waiting great, for the great I'm, design. I'm, uh, yes, uh, yes, Deuce. That's what we're accentuating game. the positive. All right, that's it, Jake. It was a great design. So that put that in your positive, Mark. How's that? That that is it. Okay. But yeah, that was that was my next thing. Is can we can we turn Henry into some sort of a, a Gronk like player? No, no. <laughs> he is what he is. We said in unison. But I think he's very. I mean, look, he's really good. He's a good player. He's I mean, a he's good not player. Great. He's, he's not Gronk. He's, he's an not average Kittle. NFL tight end. Gronk is arguably the greatest right. tight end right. who ever played, and I'm not exaggerating. Right. Forget about Gronk. You're not going to turn him into Travis Kelsey. You're not going to turn him into any kind of like elite tight end. I don't think at this point. I'm not but, sure he's as good as Mike Gesicki. <laughs> but he's he he can be more useful than he has been. But a lot of other things need to happen offensively with his team right now in order to be able to utilize him to his fullest. Uh, Mike, who is in Arizona, where the Patriots got the win tonight. What's up, Mike? Hey, boys. I know I called in before. My voice is trashed. Nice. We were We were front row in the end zone right in front of where McMillan got the touchdown. Ooh. So we were going nuts. And what was funny is, like, and we gave them hell as, as Patriot fans. It was funny because we're, like, Good. right in the middle of, like, the fan section for the Cardinals. And so we're just surrounded by by uh, Cardinal fans, and we were yelling like crazy. We oh, saw you. You guys were going nuts. Oh, yeah, dude. And I had a, oh, and the funniest part, speaking of Zappy and Bailey and all that stuff, so I had this giant Mac Jones poster. So, like, I do merch and stuff. So, like, I had a giant poster of Mac Jones as Rambo from Rambo 2. <laughs> and <clears throat> and it said Mac Ten, you know the short game fucking sucks. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> you know what? We can't, we can't just let an F bomb go. I'm, I don't care what time it is. I'm, I'm gonna hit the eject for you. And once again, Matt being so merciful with the cool story Hansel button. I thought we were getting it again. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. Oh God! He does merch. Right. I'm glad you enjoyed the game, Mike. Yes, That's and uh, I believe he mentioned the merch. In oh, his absolutely! Call the pre-game too. Absolutely, remember the merch. I'm going to go buy some of his merch right now. While we uh, thank our uh, friends at Cyber Reason presenting the post-game show here, uh, great defenders don't just play on the field; they're also protecting your company and data. Cyber Reason on a mission to end ransomware and keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks. Learn more at cyberreason.com/ransom. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with Exfoliating Bar. 
The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless saving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I didn't get that reference. I did. I don't listen That's to from the, your era. I know, but I don't listen to the Hardy Music Show. <laughs> That's from it's the not front. the Hardy Music <laughs> Show. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All right, back to the phones before we hear from Mac Jones. Oh, that's rhymes. Back to the phones it's before we Mac hear from Jones. Jones. Just spitting fire. It's not like not like uh, Morell's uh, one pack. Though. No, no, that that thing is rising up the charts already. How did that go again? That's next level. Uh, James, Mike, it, and I took your advice. We didn't screw it up. Of course, I picked no. both teams, so I had no no choice to get it right. Yeah, James in Hartford. What's going on, James? Uh, how y'all doing? Good. Um, just want to make a comment. I just, uh, I just uh, really like some of these guys on defense uh, for this year, uh, particularly, um, you know, Matt Judon. You have Uche, um, Jonathan Jones, Jack Jones, and especially like Marcus Jones. I feel like he's emerging. I think that's like really the post of the defense at this point in the season. And I think another thing. It's real interesting how the Patriots get, you know, criticized about how badly they draft, which, you know, there's definitely a conversation about that. But what's funny is 
there's a group of uh, you know rookies this year that are kind of like emerging, and um, they seem we'll see. they seem really good to build around. I just wanted to hear what y'all thought about uh, some of the rookies. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. We'll see. I, I, I mean, so. I haven't really. I mean, I think tonight was really encouraging with the running yeah. backs. First contributions we've seen from either of them. Really, the first contributions we've seen from Marcus Jones on defense. Mm-hmm. I think as a punt returner, he's been outstanding. Um, Jack Jones to me is kind of flashy. He made those flash plays against Green Bay. Haven't really seen a lot from him. Cole Strange to me has been bad. Tyquan Thornton has been bad. Um, I don't love the draft right now, but. Yeah. Last year at this time, I was in love with the draft, and now I don't feel as good about it. So it can change so fast. I don't like evaluating draft classes until they actually play a hand, you know, like a, a significant amount of games. And I know that's a cop-out to say, well, wait three years. But I really do think with draft classes, it's hard. Tonight, um, who is it, James? I think James is 1,000% right. Tonight was a great – was. Tonight was a poster child for your draft. Yeah. Like, all your draft picks showed. Yeah. They looked great tonight. Yeah. You know, but I haven't seen that all year. I haven't really seen that from, from those guys all year. I, I, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad draft by any means, but I don't really think you've gotten a lot out of this draft class so far. I agree. I hear you. All right, James. I appreciate right, the call. You. Thanks. Uh, let's go to uh, Boston in Missouri. How do you feel about <laughs> that? Hey, Boston, what's going on? Hey, hey how are we doing? Good. So we're we need to look at the fact that our rebuild was very quick in my opinion and I think that it's starting to show pretty well um I don't think that the Patriots are going to look into running backs but there is a player named Isaiah Davis out of South Dakota State. I don't know if you guys have heard about him. I watched South Dakota State this weekend, actually. <laughs> oh, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Man, they're playing and what did. What, what'd you think? How did you look? Well, I was mad that they were. I think that would be a really – I mean, I think it would be a really bad sign if after taking two running backs in the draft, they had to take a running back in the next draft. Like, you, well, you, I mean, especially tonight with Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong. Yeah, right. Played yeah, that big is true. big roles in your win. I think, yeah, I, I think there are a lot of other needs. I think tackle, I was quarterback, say, wide there, receiver. Like, there's a lot of other needs. Any offensive tackles at uh, South Dakota? Uh, I'd, I'd really Man. rather have one from like Alabama. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That, that could be a start. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a better. I think it's 100%. a better plan. All right, Boston. Thanks. I like uh, that tight end. They got a good tight end on South Dakota State. Oh yeah, that was my take. Yeah, let's grab another seriously, one of those while no, we're at it. <laughs> Chris in, Chris in Niagara Falls, Canada says Niagara uh, Falls. Ma- Mac Jones drops more f bombs than touchdown passes. Oh. Trent Brown is the biggest Harsh, body, but fair uh, is the biggest body on the field and the biggest liability. And Uche for president. So that's uh, Uche Chris. played well tonight. He did play really well. Did, Trey, did Trent Brown play bad? I didn't really notice yeah. him tonight. He had two penalties and whiffed on a sack. I didn't see the sack. I did see the penalties. Chad in Atlanta says the defense won't last. They gave it all they had, and they were absolutely gassed. Was he just saying because Uche looked kind of tired? Because Uche was gassed after like chasing the quarterback down like three plays in a row? You know, time of possession was a little bit off. It was 33 and change to like 27 or something like that. I think that they're – I understand why people are nitpicking because 
there are a lot of things to nitpick. Yeah. I, I don't think offensively this is good enough. I don't think you saw really anything that tonight that was any different than what you've seen. Yeah. And, again, keep in mind, 32nd ranked defense. Yeah. Uh, so Ste- it was the worst scoring defense in football that you faced tonight. You scored 20 points. Yeah. Stefan near Frankfurt, uh, always checking in, always listening. Thank you. Uh, uh, he says the offense needs a serious overhaul starting with the coaching staff. Yeah. I mean that that is that what we come back to time and time again. And I'm not saying that, you know, none of these guys deserve to be anywhere near the team. No. There's good football minds here that all can Some be good utilized. Solid I, reassigning. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you. It's the easiest and nicest well, way Kind of like me that. down with the stapler. <laughs> I I was reassigned. You can put Matty P in the ESP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how many how many of our last I games can we it. actually win? Uh this is from uh Chris. How many what? How many what nows? What do you think, uh, with what we have on offense, is it possible to win a playoff game? More importantly, out of our last games, how many can they actually win? I uh, would so- say they're going to be hard-pressed to beat the Raiders, the Bronco. I mean, I'm sorry, the Bengals and the Bills. I have reasonable faith that they could beat Miami. Yeah. I think Miami is a little bit broken. Yeah. And... I, you know, they've really looked bad the last two games. Yeah. Really bad. Um, and I really have uh, reservations of how Tua will be able to throw the ball on New Year's Day in Foxborough. Mm. Interesting. I, I think that could be really an equalizer for him. Crazy twist. I mean, I was all Crazy aboard. Crazy twist. I was all aboard the Tua train. He was playing No, I know out. because everybody thinks it's all the coaching. And then, like, and then all of a sudden, and I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's teams getting a beat on him, if he's just not really playing well. The last game, two games ago, I kind of just felt like he just didn't he was play off. well. Yeah, he was off. This game, this game it they weren't like open. They, just, like, they weren't open consistently. On. I thought they were too Tyreek Hill-centric, too. I, I heard mm-hmm. someone say those words today on one of the sh- you know, yeah. 9,000 shows that you watch. And I, to- like, I watched the whole game last yeah. night, and I thought totally. I, I said that totally encapsulates it. He's gotten away from Waddle gotten away from Gasicki and they don't run the ball mm-hmm. it was almost all Tyreek Hill and you're going to get multiple bodies around him I don't care how fast he is if he has three guys around him he's, it's going to be hard to make plays and even then he got to I know he's that, got a touchdown that fumble was so stupid it was just like somehow yeah. it just squirted right out to him and yeah, he just, I missed oh that come on and then he just ran out ran everywhere. well I was see I don't know how you guys felt I was rooting for Miami for the Patriots oh yeah me too yeah, oh yeah for sure yeah like yeah. I think it would have been I think that was a bad result I, I mean to, for you the know, Patriots I, I absolutely I mean I think you look at I mean we were talking about it before I mean just for the listeners too I mean you look at you know you kind of right now are, are got to keep pace with the Chargers I mean the Chargers play Tennessee at Colts Rams at Broncos. I mean, those are four winnable games. Of course, as Paul says, it's the Chargers. It's you the Chargers. And they could blow anyone. If it was the Patriots, right I wouldn't pencil in four wins either. Yeah. So I, I, I certainly an easier schedule all, than the Patriots have. They're right all now. winnable games. And to answer the emailer's question, could they win a playoff game? I, I, I don't want. I don't like the comp outs, but like, do I think they could beat? You know, Buffalo in a playoff game, Kansas City in a playoff game. No, no. I don't. Could they beat Baltimore in a playoff game? Yeah, I think they could, especially if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. Could they beat Tennessee in a playoff game? Absolutely. Jacksonville would just beat Tennessee. You can can do the I I do think there are playoff teams that they can play with. Yeah. It's just tough because it's only the seventh seed probably left. Unless Miami continues to fall off the cliff, you're you're playing the number two. If you end up with the seventh seed, you're playing either at Buffalo or at Kansas City, and I don't think you can play with either one of those teams. Joe and Raleigh, what do you got for us, Joe? been a while since the uh, Diet Millers tasted good on a primetime game, so I had to mm. 
call in. I, listen, like, I, I love the fact that we're competing. I love the fact that when I look at the schedule, there's a chance that we might slip in. But I wanted to ask you guys two specific questions. If, if it weren't for Nick's fault, like, take away percentage of made kicks, do you think we'd have a top 10 pick? I mean, I just feel like he's been our offensive MVP. The guy, the guy deserves respect. Um, I, I cannot help but to look at our special teams, and obviously Marcus Jones with the Jets game, we we could have lost that easily. But with Nick's fault, I, I just feel like that we could be a top 10 draft pick team. These games could have gone much differently. Um, and a quick follow-up to that, but I – I'd love for you guys to speak to that because I just I see nothing on offense. We make defensive plays, and then there's Nick Fall. Yeah, but you, I, look, you're, you've called the right show. Party, if it, like, yeah, you've called the right show if you want to praise Nick Folk, but <laughs> you can't leave the offense out of it. It's not like he's he's making kicks from the wrong side of the fifty right. yard line. I mean, they are moving the ball enough for him, to, and they also know their limitations when they get close to the red zone. So not always. <laughs> But <laughs> he's bailed them out a lot. I yeah. I kind of agree with the, the you know the premise of the call. I I they've had a lot of like disheartening they, sequences of football that he's come in and bailed them out of. Like they, like if they had a bad like kicker, fumble, they could like ease fumbling it. with ten seconds left and moving back five yards. Oh, but you avoid disaster because your kicker comes in and connects from fifty one yards. That's a key little juncture right there. Everybody forgets the fumble. Because you were going to get a field goal anyway, and you got it. Oh, yeah. But if, if you miss the 51-yarder, it hurts because yeah. you just push yourself out of field goal range. And so many times they took over in field goal range, did nothing, but he made sure you got three. Right. And, and like, just, I agree with his premise. Yeah, and psychologically, he's, like, the only reliable thing. It like, you know, and it gives them something to fall back right. upon. It's the only thing they really can if fall back upon. they had a bad upon. or inconsistent kicking game this year, they could be 5-8 and eight right now very, very Yeah, easily. now, in, in all but that honest, does that, but that do, what does that do for your draft board position? Right, in all honesty, he's, uh, what is he? I think he's 27 for 32. Like, that puts him in line with every other kicker. Yeah. Like, Every week I do the matchups between, you know, like when the Patriots run, when the Patriots – special teams. And every week I look at the, the the opponent's kickers, and they're all – like they have Daniel Carlson this week for the Raiders. He's better than that. He's like 29 for 31 or 32, something mm-hmm. like that. I think he's missed three. Two of them were beyond 55 yards that he missed. So, like, kickers make kicks for the most part. Some teams have problems keeping a kicker healthy. Like, and the Patriots have faced a couple of teams this year that have gone through three kickers. You know, strange. I think the your team might have gone through a handful of kickers, the Lions. Yeah, but at the, with but Michael it, Badgley, right? Yeah, if they were if they were at five and eight right now, there's still seven teams worse than you right. with four wins or less. Right, and, and he then, did, he's and not then, responsible for five wins. Yeah, m- maybe you could say one of them. Yeah, well, I'm so, no, I'm with you. I'm I'm. Defend, I, I'm with you. You swing three losses back the other way, and it's like yeah. okay, so yeah, man. All right, um, let's hear from Mac Jones here, um, your quarterback after the 27-13 win tonight over the uh, Cardinals in Arizona. Here's Mac. How's it going? Good. Yeah, I think um, first off, just a little opening statement. Just want to send prayers to Coach Leach and his family. Um, you know, he offered me a scholarship at Washington State and um, didn't ever meet him personally. 
I mean, I did, but it was on the phone. So just prayers to his family with everything going on. Um, but yeah, I think the the fans showed up today really well. Um, Patriot fans were were here and were loud, and I think it actually really helped us to bring up the energy. And it's always good when um, the fans can can have our back on a road game. So really good to see that. And um, we came here to win, and and that was the important part. So come out with the win. However, we had to do it, and I think it was a team win. Um, and we're going to watch the film and get better. How important was the swing at the end of uh, you know, the first half to get the, the field goal, then come out and get another one, and then your defense helped take over? How important was that swing, a little complimentary football there to end the half in the beginning yeah. of the third? I think um, you know, we had the one little fumble deal there, just w- learn from that, and um, fortunate to get on it and, and be able to kick the field goal. So, And then we get the ball back, right? And, um, at half, so just trying to play good football, like you said. Um, you know, the defense obviously scored a touchdown for us, which was huge to kind of give us that lead there. And um, uh, yeah, we want to score more points, so we'll watch the tape and see what we can do better, as always. And um, biggest thing is get the win, right? That's all we came here for. And every day you have to to fight to win, so that's what we're we're gonna do. Get some great passes to Hunter Henry. Two thirty-nine yard strikes, ripping them off. One way and then yeah, I think Hunter and Johnu have done a great job for us in the tight end room, and um, Hunter just has a great feel for the game. He just wants to help the team any way he can, and um, same thing with Johnu. So love those guys, and um, going to continue to grow. Hopefully, their roles and all that, and when they're on the field together, they're really good. So um, definitely want to expand on that and, and do those things. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit of a hectic, you know, injury game for us, but can't control those things. And um, obviously, Mondre went down. He's one of our best players. So those guys stepped up. And obviously, with Damian out, they had to step up. And the thing I told him was for Kevin, you know, it's just like SEC football. So go out there and do your thing. Um, and you've, you've played against really good teams, and that's what it is. And Pierre is the same thing. Um, a young guy, but he's really fast, uses his speed well. So. They did a great job, and they're going to have to step up again, and Marcus and everybody. So the rookies definitely did a great job, and super proud of them, and they just want to help the team win. So that's what we're trying to do. Matt, I think you have to wipe the smiles off their faces in the locker room just a few minutes ago. They were both beating. Yeah. What's that feeling like to see that, the resiliency, the exuberance from the offense? Yeah, it's great. I think um, that's what we wanted to do is try and win the game however we had to do it, and those guys made some great plays. The offense line gave them the big holes, and – um, the receivers got the blocks on the you know outside, so that's kind of how we want to play offensive football in the run game. And got to watch the film and see what we can do better. But that's a good defense to to blitz a lot from different places and try and confuse you. And you just got to stick to your rules and, and go. So um, proud of those guys. On the TV broadcast, it showed that sometimes you were physically frustrated, but then it also showed that you were hugging not Patricia at one point. Why was that important for you? And then are you are you frustrated with this offense? No, um, I think. The biggest thing for me is not letting it affect my play and bringing the best out of my guys. So today I thought we all did a good job with trying to play the next play, play the next series, and um, Matty P did a great job. He's trying to call the game so that we can win. And sometimes it might be this thing that people don't know about, like the quick passes for whatever reason, and that's our game plan. So we knew that's what we had to do to win, and he called a great game and um, stayed calm. Matty P is a very calm person, very stoic, and. Um, we're just going to continue to grow together and, and do what we can to win games. Matt, Last question, guys. Uh, Marcus's role on offense has kind of expanded. You guys used him as 
Sorry, Judon's making me yeah, laugh. I, <laughs> I like the outfit, though. He got me. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was kind of a decoy at times tonight. It seemed a little bit like they were, you know, kind of converging on him to open things up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's cool to have him help any way he can. I mean, the kids on special teams, he's hitting people on defense and covering really good receivers, and then coming over and running full speed on motions and running routes. So, um, just really great leadership from him. You know, not a vocal guy, and he's a young guy, but to show that he is going to give it 100% no matter what his role is is pretty cool. So I felt like we did that tonight, and um, we're definitely going to expand on that. And, you know, the guys that want to be out there and, and play hard, and they're going to be out there. So I feel like we have a good group. Thank you, Matt. Cool. Thank Thanks. All right, there's uh, Mac Jones uh, cracking up when he uh, when he saw Matthew Jude on the funny guy. Well, you saw the outfit he was wearing pregame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Some I'm cool pants. Same thing on there. All right, we got to step aside one more time. We're going to thank Dapper Labs, uh, NFL All Day. Excuse me, NFL All Day. That's the outfit where all your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Moments. Not only can you buy and sell on a secure marketplace, which is full of thousands of NFL fans, you can use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out. Find some moments of all your favorite Patriots players at NFLAllDay.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Touchview Interactive from the- Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Boss man Fred Kirsch joining us with some very aggressive eyewear. I had, uh, I had it come in disguise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People are upset now, with me. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All right, a couple of calls here, and then we are going to wrap this Patriots post-game show. I don't want to tell you to make it quick, uh, Brad in Seabrook, New Hampshire, but uh, hey, Brad, make it quick. Sounds like a little lightning round. Yeah, yeah, lightning round. Let's go. What do you got? Yeah, so I'm just going to jump in here. I know you guys have been working late. I totally agree with uh, Folk, the last caller. If not for him, we definitely, or the Patriots would definitely be 5-8. This team is a good offense away from being competitive they need to sign a big time wide receiver and possibly 
get rid of the tight end scheme, maybe keep Henry, Johnny Smith. I think he needs to go. And I think that they're just maybe on offense away from actually competing. And, and the defense has been consistent. And I really, I really trust the team that they have other than Matt Patricia, let's be honest. Um, but I really think that the offensive line and the offense just needs to get going. Uh, I think uh, offense is probably going to end up uh, and continue to be the conversation going forward this week. Yep. But what did we ask for? What did, What was your key? Find a way. Get the win. Just win. I did. They did. They won. I asked for a red zone. I got two yeah. out of four. That's, that's, that's not I mean, bad. That's not bad. It's not, bad. not bad. I had something about original sin yeah. or something Cardinal about sin. A golden rule. Except don't let them Apple. score in the first half because they score all their points in the second half. Uh, they scored 13 <laughs> in the first half. <laughs> Don't! That would be a zero in the second <laughs> half. Sorry, we're trying. So I ended up with the worst one. <laughs> well, My I think, key I was think, the worst key to the game. I, I think we all felt that live. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a revelation. <laughs> I'm going to have, have such an awesome key on uh. Sunday. You guys are going to just suck it. Because <laughs> my key is going to be so good. Mark in California, final call, final word. What do you got, Mark? Uh, thank you for taking my call, guys. Very quickly, what is, I haven't heard you guys talk about this lately. Uh, what did you think of the uh, uh, the kind of weird, uh, awkward bro hug between Matt and so-called Matty P? I think that's a sign that um, we need to look for another offensive coordinator next year. Your some, thought. Some, some, somebody put it on Twitter is like, uh, this, this hug is all about only four more weeks of working together on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just, just suck it up. And I, I agree that it, it, it was an awkward-looking hug. Uh, I don't really agree that it's a – I mean, I think we knew that they need – I think they need to do something different. Yeah. I don't think it's a sign we'll of anything see if Bill else. agrees. I don't think he does. I think they probably – well, it's a pretty, pretty good idea of what they think is going to happen going forward. But – who even knows hey, anymore? We, we found I don't a way. Know. We found a way. You, you did. That's a, that, that's a deuce's that's final ask, thought. Mike. They found a way. <laughs> and that's Paul, all you your, can ask for. your final thought? Uh, my final thought is I wish you well on your trip to Vegas. Thank I you. I hope you get back safe uh, oh. and ready to go next week. Uh, just to remind everybody, that game has been changed. The game time, it's no longer in prime time. Las Vegas Raiders, 4.05 start Eastern time. So we will be with you at 2 o'clock. 2 or one forty-five. Okay, 145 p.m. on Sunday for the Patriots pregame. For everybody who participated and uh, put the show on the air, both for the pre and the post, we thank you. Great job, great work, everybody, as always. Your final score for the final time, Cardinals 13, Patriots 27. That's for you, Paul. Thanks, Hardy. Thank you for listening and watching. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.